Hello, and welcome once again, cassettes, <laughs> to our briefcase around the campfire. <laughs> Adam, Adam, don't hurt yourself for this. <sighs> what started out as a fun experiment has turned into one of our favorite traditions. We're the Black Case Diaries, and we're usually three old friends learning everything we can about movies and TV and hopefully teaching you in the process. I'm Robin. I'm Marcy. And Adam. Yeah. So we are outside in the chilly October evening in Columbus, Ohio, somewhere. Somewhere in Columbus, Ohio. We won't tell you where. Yeah, we won't tell you where, but... We're here to tell you some spooky stories. We're pretty excited. Mm. This is always a really fun time. One of our favorite parts of the show. I mean, sure. <laughs> so we've got some scary stories. Some some we found online. Some we found in books. Some from our own friends and family mm-hmm. that we're going to tell tonight, and hopefully we will scare we'll scare your pants off. <laughs> Or whatever. Keep it at PG, though. <laughs> yes. Scare, scare your pants on. Scare- <laughs> I was going to say scare your pants off, but with underwear underneath. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. But but I like scare your pants on better. Yeah. It's, it's better than smarty pants. It's better you're, than... Yeah, 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 you're yeah, yeah. already pantsless. Yeah. We're going to scare you so bad that you jump back You're like, your you got to put them, we got to put those back on. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. monsters will get me. Through the covers, it's so, I'm so scared. I need pants also. Definitely, definitely. You do not want to be caught pantsless when the demons come. No. <laughs> we'll all be pantsless come the flood. <laughs> anyway, who wants to go first? So mine is from a book. It's called Haunted Ohio. Or the book is called Haunted Ohio. Ghosts and Strange Phenomena of the Buckeye State by Charles A. Stansfield Jr. Mm, all right. So these are just ones from around around Ohio. <laughs> Your backyard. Yeah, so I don't know if anybody listening knows this, but Ohio <coughs> is one of the most haunted states Dude. in America. Yes. It's unfortunate, really, <laughs> how, how haunted it is because I live in it. Yeah. So, as you know, Ohio is the birthplace of many a president. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> yes. And astronaut. And astronaut. And, yes. yes, absolutely. The title of this one is The Cider Drinking Ghost. This one, does, this one sounds very scary. Very I know, scary. I know, right? <laughs> Presidents and, and cider it's drinking some ghosts. Nice cider. Here we I'm, go. I'm ready. Here we go. Do not be that scared. (laughs) Hopefully. All right. Can drinking hard cider cure a cold? Evidently not, as testified by the story and the ghost of William Henry Harrison, ninth president of the United States. Oh, my gosh. Harrison's ghost, it is said, occasionally haunts his tomb, which stands atop a hill overlooking the Ohio River at North Bend west of Cincinnati. This phantom appears near sunset, seated, gazing out at the lovely view. The spirit, racked by evidently painful spasms of coughing, pauses often to sip from a large jug of hard cider. It's hard cider. I know, yeah, they they specify. (laughs) Hard cider and pneumonia played important roles in the saga of William Henry Harrison 
who was, before the election of Ronald Reagan, the oldest man ever to occupy the White House. He still holds the record for the shortest presidency, exactly 30 days before dying of pneumonia contracted during a lengthy inaugural address in freezing rain. Bummer. (laughs) Like, I, I, I can't say I know, like, what my real opinion of his presidency would be. But, like, during the inauguration. Yeah. A long time ago, we played a game at my grandma's house, and they had asked us questions. We were all had to write down answers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of them was, you know, if you could be vice president to any of the presidents, who would you pick? Oh, yeah. And everybody oh. picked different yep. people, and I picked William Henry oh, Harrison. <laughs> and uh, when they were reading them out loud, they said, why did you uh, pick William uh, Henry Harrison? I yeah. said, because he was president for, like, 30 days, dude. <laughs> I would have been president, president. immediately. Yeah. <laughs> like if, if you're gonna, you gotta go and get the one that's gonna. If that's give what you, you president. Exactly. If that's what. That's your goal. That's the guy. Basically, basically, your answer was nobody. I don't want to be vice president. I exactly. want to be. President. I want to be president. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> when he ran for president against the incumbent Martin Van Buren, his opponents derided Harrison as the log cabin and hard cider candidate. It is said that when both men campaigned in Ohio, Van Buren drank tea from English China cups, <laughs> while Harrison drank hard cider from an earthenware jug. Which would a man trust in the White House? Um, an Easterner who <laughs> sipped tea or a rough, a rough-hewn warrior statesman who drank right from a jug of honest hard cider? Hmm. The answer apparently was clear to a majority of voters. Apparently, it's said that his ghost sits today, jug in hand, watching the river traffic and remembering a long career of service to his country capped by only a month as chief executive. Perhaps you'd like to toast William Henry Harrison with hard cider, of course. Uh, I mean, I'll drink hard cider. I don't know about (laughs) it. I don't know if I... Yeah, tip to him. But it is interesting that his ghosts would... That's would funny. be I'm, staying I'm, around Ohio, yeah. all places. Things, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah. What an interesting story, you know. Like, who would you trust? A yeah. man who drinks tea. <laughs> like what a, a loser! Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. not. He's not an American. Yeah. How dare he? Yeah. Shall I go next, or? Sure, if you, you want. want I found this story online. I don't know who wrote it. I apologize to that person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wherever it may have come from. <laughs> but I thought it was a pretty spooky little tale. All right. In high school, my friends and I were messing around with a Ouija board one night. Oh, no. No. Never. <laughs> ah! No. We had done it before, and nothing remarkable had ever happened. We usually did it to try to scare each other and our girlfriends. We all thought it was a joke. That night, there was no one else at home except for the seven of us, and we were all together around the board. One of the girls there wanted to try it. She had never done it before. This time was different. The board misspelled some of the words the Hmm. same way every time. Oh. It gave answers that seemed really historically accurate for our town. Things we neither knew or cared about. Long story short, the spirit claimed it was a 10-year-old boy who had died on the property in the 1800s and was buried there in an unmarked grave. 
My friend's house was on a farm at the edge of town. We were all a little freaked out, because the board had never been so detailed and consistent. However, we were still skeptical, and we were all assuming one of us was trying to play a joke on the rest. Finally, my friend asked the spirit if it could do something to prove that it was there with us. It went to yes, and then spelled K-N-O-C-K. Then the planchette stopped moving. We all stared at it silently, and there was a tap, tap, tap on the window right next to us. The lights were on outside, and there was absolutely no one there. We never touched that board again. Oh. Um, no thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. No thank you. Yeah. Um, I hope they said goodbye to the I spirit. hope they yeah. said goodbye. Yeah, that was creepy. This yeah. is a terrifying yep. story. Do you think you would ever play with a Ouija board, Adam? You know, the thing is, I did once. What? Long, long time ago. You did? Mm-hmm. You? Not like with a small group, uh-huh. I guess, and I kind of just got wrapped in. Okay. It wasn't like my idea or anything. Yeah. But a long time ago, I was at a Halloween party for somebody at school. Okay. And they had a lot of people there, and there was a group doing a Ouija board. Yikes. All around it. And I reached my hand in to, to like, just participate. Mm-hmm. At this point, I didn't know better, I guess. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you were a kid. Right? Yeah. And I just played along, and it... Felt to me like I wasn't moving it. It yeah. felt like it was moving. I'm maybe somebody was doing something. Yeah. But you know, it it answered some questions. It spelled out some names, and I was just like, "Ooh, all right, I'm out of here." But that was the only time I did it. I didn't. I wasn't there for like the summoning. If you have to do that, you know what I mean. Because if you do a séance, you know you have to go through the whole thing of summoning it and then mm-hmm. saying goodbye to it. But yeah, no, yeah. thank you. Now, now. No, absolutely not. I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> no. Yikes. Yeah, well, but... Marcy and I would never do it. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Never. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I mean, maybe I didn't know what it was or. Yeah. I, I think. I had no fear at the time, which yeah. I can't possibly imagine not having any fear. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think that there's this, you know, this strong belief that it's like if you welcome stuff in, you're going to experience it. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. you know, people like my parents, like, they, they never believed in this kind of stuff. Yeah. So they would probably, you know, they'd be like, ah, Just whatever. whatever yeah. yeah, I could do it. No no problem. They'd be the one driving the Ouija board to freak everyone else out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I wrote up a little thing, so right. I'll read it. Right. Every time we gather together and the conversation turns ghostly, it becomes clear that almost everyone has a spooky story to tell. I grew up in a family of storytellers, and there was never a shortage of tales to send a chill up your spine. When I called my dad, he's the keeper of, like, family stories, (laughs) and asked him if he ever experienced anything strange, he said no. Which is not entirely true, but he said no. (laughs) But he recalled a story that happened to my Uncle Tom. One evening, Tom was playing in the room he shared with my dad. He was on the floor next to the bed. When suddenly, my dad's entire bed lifted off the floor. No. What? Get out of town. <laughs> Uncle Tom apparently ran, screaming and crying, out of the room, completely certain of what he saw. Wow. Jeez, he really man. believes it. Yeah. I can't. Damn. Dude, 
It was my dad's bed, too. That's wow. terrifying. I don't... Like, we just did the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we referenced Eddie Murphy's stand-up bit <laughs> about yeah. not staying in a haunted house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's my whole <laughs> outlook at this. Like, yeah. what? That happens one time. Mm-hmm. Sorry we can't stay. Yeah. I'm gone. <laughs> yep. That's horrifying. Jeez, and I'm sure the bed wasn't light either. The it mattresses was a legit now are heavy. wooden yeah. bed. Yep, Jeez. yep, yeah. yep. <laughs> Uncle Tom wasn't the only one that experienced strange phenomena in their house. One night when she was in high school, my Aunt Terry awoke to a dark figure of a man nope. standing over her bed. Oh, God. Nope, nope, nope. Although my dad and my grandparents have always sworn off the existence of ghosts, she has never relented. She swears to this day that it really happened. Wow. So I actually texted her about this. Okay. Because wow. my my dad told me the story, and I was like, well, I'm sure she Gotta wants to talk about her, this. Yeah. 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 Um, I asked her about this, and she said that, I asked her, said, well, do you remember it? Like, you know, she said, I absolutely remember it. She said that she was asleep, and she felt a presence. And so she opened her eyes, and it was a man. And he was just bending over the bed, just looking at her. And she, she looked up at him, and when he realized she was looking at him, she said that she was scared. Yeah. But she didn't feel like he was a threat. Yeah. So when he saw she was looking at him, he kind of just backed up, and he started backing away from her, and then uh-huh. he just disappeared. Oh, he, my he, God, dude. Yeah. Dude, what do you... Nope, nope. I'd be like, I'm never sleeping there ever again. <laughs> I asked her, yeah. It's not going to happen. She told me he felt, honestly, like looking at him, he felt like a grandparent, she said. But he wasn't one of her grandparents. She huh. said it wasn't, she knew her grandparents. Yeah. And God. so she was like, he, it felt like almost like he was a relative from like huh. a long time ago long that she never ago. met. Dude, there was something weird about it. Dude, I don't care. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> if yeah. you are directly related to me, you are yeah. like, you're my great, great I mean, grandparent. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't yep. do that. You better. If you're going to look at me as a ghost, you better not wake me up. I swear to God, I will have you exercised immediately. Like, I can't. I would not stand for that. That's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, Even if it was a friendly thing like that, I don't don't know. I don't think I could. She said once he disappeared, she got up, she flipped on the light, she looked around everywhere. Yeah. He wasn't anywhere to be found, and she said it never happened again. I asked her if she was afraid to sleep in that room, and she was like, I mean, you know. For a, for yeah. a few nights. Yeah, maybe. but, you know, but she wasn't afraid of him because he didn't feel scary. Yeah. But terrifying, though, right? Yeah. Terrifying. Mm. Terrifying. I could not handle mm. someone not. standing over me like that. Dude, I can't. I can't imagine how I would react. I would be so scared. Yeah. Yeah. I'm terrified thinking about it. Like I yeah. don't, I can't imagine. I I think I'd have a heart attack. Yeah, like yeah. honestly, I might, yep. I might too. I actually, uh, yep. I think that I, honestly, I wonder if it was just like if it was a spirit of like a family member. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was like somebody related to my grandpa or somebody. It was like, you know, I kind of want to yeah. see what his kids look kids like. Look like yeah, oh, you know? yeah, yeah. Check in on the kids or whatever. I guess, but ugh, don't do that. Oh. Do yeah. it from a distance, please. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, immediate. Yeah, Adam. Immediate Adam's relatives of the past. T- 
Take yeah. notice. Yeah. Don't do you it. You will kill him. <laughs> Papa, I swear to God. <laughs> don't you do that yeah. to me ever. <laughs> He'll be he'd be joining you shortly. <laughs> he, he would never do that. Uh. <laughs> my, my grandma slapped the crap out of him if he did that. <laughs> If you ask me or some of my siblings, we'll happily tell you that we grew up in a haunted house. Yes, oh God, yes. Growing up, I got very used to the feeling of not being alone, even if I was the only one in the room. No, I man. I always felt like something was there. Yeah. It was watching me. I would do stuff in the room, and I would sometimes, like, talk to something that wasn't there, and not, or I would just, like... <sighs> I, you know, explain my behavior and like uh-huh, <laughs> look uh-huh. at stuff because it was all. I always felt like there was something else there. Yeah. That I always, yeah. Man, I, I don't know how you like, could get used to something like. I that. really yeah. did. I got used to it. I was always afraid of your basement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it freaked me out. I did not want to go down there alone or yeah. In yeah. The, Bas- basement like, is scary. No. Basements and attics are just inherently scary, and we <laughs> should just stop putting them in houses. To be <laughs> <laughs> unless they're finished. Yeah, unless they're cool yeah. looking. <laughs> right. But for real, they, there's something about it. Just yeah. you know, a room that doesn't feel yeah like the rest of the house. You know, it's a little yeah. strange. Automatically ready for some spooks to happen. Sometimes funny little things would happen. Like, I would often ask the ghosts not to show themselves to me because I was so afraid of them. But my siblings swear they saw them. My sister Rita encountered a woman with a towel wrapped around her head. My brother and sister both saw the same wounded soldier. One night, my sister Rita swore that my brother was hiding under her bed, ready to scare her. The entire family came upstairs, trying to coax him out from under the bed. Until suddenly, my brother came up the stairs, wondering why everyone had been yelling. Dude, that's the that's the stuff of nightmares. Yeah, <laughs> that's the stuff of nightmares in Hollywood horror movies. No, yes. that's I can't. It's like all the Hollywood horror movies. They, I mean, they they amp it up to ten, eleven. You know, but like yeah. it starts out as things like this. <laughs> in that same bedroom, years later, my sister Rachel sleepily called out to my dad as he tried shutting the door, telling him that the little boy in her room wanted her to keep the door open. Uh, <laughs> it was the same room. <laughs> my my that, dad. <laughs> that one. It could, like, could be like halfway in a dream. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. Kind of some sleep paralysis type stuff, but mm-hmm. still. Yeah. Oof. My younger sister, Becky, probably had some of the most interesting experiences in our house. One day, she was sitting in the dining room when she looked over at a cup. Her attention had been drawn to it because even though no one else was in the room and she was several feet away, the cup was moving. (gasps) Becky watched it as it fell right off the edge of the shelf, hitting the floor. The cup made a sound loud enough to alert everyone nearby, and Becky got in trouble for breaking it. But she swore, and still swears to this day, that she was on the other side of the room. I actually remember this happening. Yeah, damn. And I was in the living. I was in the living room, so mm-hmm. I wasn't in the room with her. And uh, I remember her getting in trouble, and she was adamant she yeah. did nothing. Yeah. So I did not do that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you still have people in that house. Like, how, are you, how did you live there for so long? Yeah. 
Yeah. Your dad's still there. I know, my yeah. dad still lives there. And he's like, no, nah, nothing nothing goes on Dude, here. Dude, bull yeah. honky. Yeah. <laughs> that is, I can't. Yeah. One night, while sleeping in our parents' room, Becky had a dream about a man in a hat. He was looking through items on my dad's dresser. When she told us all about the dream, my brother stopped her, telling her that she was misremembering. He thought that she was remembering a dream that he had told her about years earlier. Apparently, Becky and our brother had the same dream in the same room several years apart. (laughs) About the same man. That's being, that's being like, that's like a visitation that she just got. That's that's like, this, this ghost is on a schedule. Yeah. And they came back on time. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. So there were some few things that happened here and there. I know I've definitely talked about some of the few, biggest yeah. ones yeah. that yeah. occurred in the house, but I don't want to repeat any stories. So I was, yeah. I was yeah. trying to find some some, some yeah. little tidbits. Go, yeah. so, um, I guess listen to our previous mm-hmm. campfire episodes. Yeah, definitely. Yes. <clears throat> I was telling someone at work tonight about all of this, mm-hmm. and I said, you know, you know how when you watch those old movies. And they're in a haunted house, and the kids are like, Mommy, Daddy, the house is haunted. And the parents are like, Oh, it's just the house settling. I was like, That was my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, for real, for real. You just were lucky that nothing bad actually ended up happening yeah. like in the movies. <laughs> Seriously. And there's something to that. Because I remember, I think I might have told this story before, but just because just it's related. Mm-hmm. Living in the basement at my parents' house. Like, my room was the basement. And... Yeah. Being down there at night sleeping, I I basically memorized the rhythm of that house. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> I would hear just like, just like little sounds, but it was just like clockwork, man. I could set yeah. my watch to these sounds. I was like, this is the house. This is the house swaying in the wind. Or yeah. Like I know these sounds, but it was a blessing and a curse because I knew all the sounds that were there, and I was like, great, I know exactly what that is. So then anytime, anytime there was a single other sound that was different, I was like, oh, God, I'm dead. (laughs) I'm going to die. And I swear to you, we never, there have been times where there have been mice at my parents' house. And everyone gets mice sometimes, right? Yeah. Unless you have cats that protect your whole house or whatever. Yeah. But I swear that there have been, if it wasn't mice. Yeah. Then it was something else. Something because you just hear like little scratches. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, please at least be a mouse, because yeah. if that's not a mouse, then I, yeah. then something just bore a hole to like peek at me. <laughs> in the you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it just pe- like yep. scratched a little hole so it could look. Yeah. Nope. Oh jeez. And I don't I don't know if I've mentioned this. Now I'm thinking back about experiences in the basement. <laughs> I. It had, I, my only logical explanation for this is that it had to have been a bug. Okay. okay. But there was a time when I was down there by myself and the lights were on and nothing out of the ordinary was happening. I was just looking around or something. But I remember getting hit in the face with something small. Huh. Okay. Whoa. It was just out of nowhere, just like something hit me like right below my eye but it was so quick that I have no I had no idea what it was I was like dude did it like a a bug hit me 
or something. But it, it was so quick. Yeah. And, and I couldn't see anything around. I have no idea what it was. Huh. That weird. is weird. And I'm just like, like my logical brain and my my please don't be a ghost brain yeah. is like, it was a bug. But I don't know if I've ever seen a bug travel that quickly. Yeah. Because it, it was so, it was a face. blink and I, it yeah. hit me and it was gone. Because I remember seeing a thing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. just a glimpse of something yeah. coming from like the wall. Uh-huh. But it was so fast that I caught no detail of it. I just saw a thing. God, that's so weird. So weird. I don't remember if I've talked about that with anyone. No. I think that maybe there's little ghosts that like mess with yeah. people and like little borrower ghosts. Yeah. Like yeah. a, you know, I think the ghosts in my parents' house would sometimes like just just to mess with us. You know, they do like breaking the cup and yeah, Becky yeah. getting blamed yes. for it. You know, like yeah. doing little things that will that will just like the time that the time I was in the kitchen. And I, I had a bowl of soup, and I had it on the counter, and I looked away, and yep. at the corner of my eye, I, saw, I thought I saw the bowl moving. Yeah. And so I turned my head back to look at the bowl, and the bowl wasn't moving, but the liquid inside was still swishing from when uh, it was moving when I wasn't was. looking at it. Huh. And so, like, I know it was moving when I wasn't looking at it, you know? Yeah. And it was edging, it was going to the edge. Yeah. Like, it was, like, it was going to... just a small... Yeah. yeah. It was going like, to knock itself over. No, damn. And so, like, little things like that just to, like, mess with you more than, more than, like, you know, actually hurt you or, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Why you gotta be so rude, ghost? <laughs> Come on. Oh, Show my yourself. gosh. Like, no, don't, 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 don't do, do that. Just, please don't do that. take it back. attention. That's all they're no, saying. No, please. Aww. Dude. Poor ghosty. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. They have choices. <laughs> they could go haunt somebody else. There are people out there who want it. Yeah, yeah. There are people out there who want to experience these things. They want to yeah. prove it to themselves that it exists or that it doesn't exist and all these things. Yeah. Go mess with them. They're ready yeah, seriously. for it. Why do you have to mess with the I, people? I mean, I guess it must be more fun to mess with the people who don't want it. But, like, <laughs> come on. Be nice about it, for goodness sake. That's true. I was reading about some Ohio myths and legends, some ghost stories nice, here in Ohio, nice. especially yes. Columbus. Oh God! Yeah. Any good penitentiary ones? Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't read any of those, but I do uh, one that really caught my attention, which I thought was really funny, uh, because of where my husband Jacob grew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the Lady in Gray. Have you guys ever heard about the Lady in Gray? I don't believe so. This, it rings a bell to yeah. like a like recurring ghost story that I've heard. Yeah. But not necessarily related to Columbus. Yeah, this is a Columbus ghost story that people on the west side of Columbus, especially in the hilltop where Jacob grew up, adamantly believe this story. This is a, like, multiple people still today talking about how this is real. Okay. So, yeah. So on the west side of Columbus, straight off Sullivan Avenue, is a gigantic Confederate soldier cemetery. Mm. During the Civil War, it was supposed to be like a training camp for the soldiers. But then when they brought the first couple of prisoners of war through, uh, they were like, oh, you know what? We can keep prisoners 
here too. And it eventually morphed into a prisoner of war camp. Mm -hmm. And as the camp grew and grew, they didn't have provisions. They didn't have, mm -hmm. you know, people got sick, didn't have yeah. food, that people, you know, froze to death, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so things weren't great there at the camp and a lot of people died. I don't know the exact numbers, but over the course of the Civil War, over the course of four years, lots and lots and lots of soldiers died. So there, now there is a huge cemetery there. And so, I mean, and it may not be that big, but in my mind, the last time I saw it, I was pretty young. Yeah. So in my mind, it was gigantic. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just covered in stones, like, you know, all the way to the back. And it's got a lot of, lot of soldiers in it. And, uh... The story, and this is, this cemetery is located right behind St. Mary Magdalene School, mm. which is the school that Jacob went to. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So the lady in gray is this ghost that is said to be wearing a gray traveling suit because she's oh. traveled up from the south. These are Confederate soldiers. Right, she, right. She traveled up from the south to visit the grave of one particular man huh. that she is said to have been engaged to. Mm. So many people have seen her and yeah. she only goes to two graves uh, and wow. she goes back and forth and she is said to have been sobbing. People have seen her crying. Yeah. People have, have tried to talk to her because she seems like so a legit real. person. Yeah, but she floats over the over the cemetery, Dude, and she happened, cries. What happens when people try to talk to her? Do they not even get close, and then she, like, disappears? Or? I mean, I think she just, just kind of ignores them. Like, she just cries. God, that's horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Right here it says, in this book, it's called uh, The Big Book of Ohio Ghost Stories by James A. Willis, and it says, Those who have seen the Lady in Gray say that they originally mistook her for a real person. It was not until they noticed her attire that they realized she was a ghost. People who have gotten close to the woman say she appeared to be sobbing uncontrollably. It is said that the woman stops at Benjamin Allen's grave because he was her fiancé. They were to be married shortly before the outbreak of the Civil War. Unable to be together with Allen in life, she returns to try to be with him in death. According to the story, the woman is dressed in a gray travel suit because she has traveled up from the south to visit Alan's grave. Jeez. It's called Camp Chase mm -hmm. Cemetery. And so I, I asked J Jacob today, is Camp Chase near the hilltop? And he was like, is that the Confederate Cemetery? <laughs> I said, yeah. I said, oh, are you talking about the lady in gray? Oh and he immediately knew, knew exactly who I was talking need. about. Yeah. And I wow. said, yeah, I, I am. And he said, well, he said several of my teachers saw her. You could, wow. says, you could see her from the school. Oh he said they, they would be wrapping up class after yeah. the end of the school day, and they would look out the window, and both teachers that told him about it said the same exact thing. They saw the gray it was it was just kind of like a gray blob kind of hovering over the cemetery and at first i thought it was like a bag yeah but when i looked at it closer they realized that it was it was a person it was a person Dude, oh my gosh fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> so this is something that is very real to people who live in columbus wow that's horrible yeah yes so okay i think we have time for one more story possibly All right. Right. so 
One of Robin and my favorite places to go usually uh, every year if we can mm -hmm. is this uh, lovely little theme park called King's Island. Oh boy. <laughs> King's Island, yeah. yes. Also Adam's most favorite place. Oh goody. Adam loves theme parks and ghosts. Yes. So this story is going to be great. Just great the for, best. Him. Great for him. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make him want to go to the theme park I even more. I can't wait to ride the scary roller coasters. <laughs> Well, every weekend in October, the dead walk among the living in Mason. As part of the Halloween haunt promotion, Kings Island, one of the nation's top amusement parks, redesigns its property and turns it into a spooky playground, complete with costumed monsters, zombies, and ghosts wandering through the crowds. Halloween. Yes. But what many visitors to the park might not realize is that some of the ghosts they see may not be in costume. No. They might be real ghosts. Nope. <laughs> Let's do Halloween's next Let's year. Let's not. Yeah, we Let's pass on that. <laughs> they do have a haunted house. Oh, goody. Do they? <laughs> Get away. Yeah. It's like a haunted mansion, right? Let's not. In 1972, the gates of King's Island swung open to throngs of excited guests, and they have been coming ever since. While there are all sorts of stories about ghosts roaming through King's Island, two specific tales have at least some basis in reality. The first concerns the ghost of a boy known as Tower Johnny, who is said to haunt the spot where he died, a one-third scale replica of the Eiffel Tower that stands as a 315-foot observation tower from which guests can view the park. According to legend, Johnny was at King's Island celebrating his high school graduation with some friends. As a joke, hmm. yeah. oh boy, here we go. He decided to climb out onto the outside of the Eiffel Tower, where he lost his balance and fell to his death. In a variation of the story, Johnny climbed into the shaft of the elevator that people take to the top of the tower. As in the first version, he lost his balance and fell to his death, in this case, down the elevator shaft. Some say that he was decapitated during the fall by either the elevator cables or the elevator itself. Yikes. No, they. However, he died. Tower Johnny's ghost is said to be seen walking around the top of the Eiffel Tower. In the version where he climbed on the outside of the tower, people supposedly have reported seeing his ghost clinging to the outside portion of the tower. While this all sounds like a typical ghost story invented just to scare people, the fact is that a boy named Johnny did indeed die after a fall from the Eiffel Tower. On the evening of May 13th, 1983, which also happened to be Friday the 13th, John Harder, who was at the park as part of a graduation party, fell to his death from the Eiffel Tower. He did not climb on the outside of the tower, though, but rather found his way into the elevator shaft, which is where he fell. He was not decapitated, however. That's crazy. Yeah, though. we've we've been in that and never. Yeah, we've never been, even heard. I've that. been in that ride. Yeah. Well, ride is a strong is word. A... <laughs> I, I I I've been to the top of that thing. Yeah. Uh, and I I've mean, never... they have it secured. Like you yes. cannot, even if you wanted to, right now, get out on the outside of that tower. You could not. It's no, like you I wonder yeah. if it has to do with the story. Probably. Obviously, it happened. It really yeah. happened. Yeah. So my God, are they there other are there other ghosts? Now. Yes, there's oh. uh, the second oh. ghost that is grounded in history isn't actually inside the park, but rather in the parking lot. It may sound sort of strange for a ghost to be haunting a parking lot until you learn that tucked away in a corner of the lot, hidden in plain sight, is a cemetery. 
The cemetery, which has been known by many different names over the years, has been around since 1891, which is as far back as the records go. The cemetery was originally created by farmer John D. Hoff to use as a family cemetery. But over the years, as the Hoff family died off and the property changed hands, the name of the cemetery changed too. When Walks purchased land to create Kings Island Amusement Park, the cemetery came with the deal. While most of the old powder company buildings were demolished to make way for the amusement park, park officials had to make the decision to either dig up and relocate the bodies or build the park around the graves. They chose the latter. Of course they did. <laughs> I mean, why would you want to pay for all the extra work, you know? You, didn't, you just moved the graves. You didn't move the bodies. <laughs> ah. You didn't move the bodies, did you? <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Today, the cemetery is located at the far end of the Kings Island parking lot, close to the road that winds you past the campgrounds and to the park exit. The ghost, who is described as a little girl with blonde hair and wearing a blue dress. Of course it's a little girl. Dang it. Yes. What? Come on. It's always the scariest it's, kind of ghost. Dude, children yeah. are already are scary. So yeah. Why do they also have to be ghosts? <laughs> Seriously. Well, she's always seen in the parking lot, usually close to the cemetery. She is apparently very playful and likes to jump out in front of the park trams that shuttle guests back and forth between the parking lot and the park entrance. Huh. I would hate that job. <laughs> to always think like I'm about to hit a child and then just... Yeah. Like, not only are you seeing a ghost, but yeah. you also had a heart attack because you thought you were going to kill somebody else. Mm -hmm. yeah. oh no thanks. <laughs> well, that's okay, Adam. If you drive us, she's apparently also known to dart out in front of cars that are oh. heading toward the exit. Great, great. So it's unavoidable. Yep. <laughs> Scaring drivers who believe that they almost hit a real girl. Exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Dude, screw that ghost. <laughs> Playing terrible jokes, young lady. While there's no evidence in the cemetery records to suggest that any graves were inadvertently paved over, an interesting pattern can be discerned if you line up all the records from over the years. Since 1980, about 17 tombstones have gone missing from the cemetery. Aside from the obvious question of what happened to the stones, this also raises the possibility that if the young girl's tombstone is no longer in the cemetery, perhaps her spirit is forced to roam the area until it's found and she can find her way home again. Oh, Man, dude. I hope they find that. Dude, that's one thing that... Like, it's not fun to be at a cemetery mm -hmm. for really any reason. But whenever I go to, like, I've been to, like, really old ones. Yeah. And you see those stones that are just impossible to read. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, man. Who knows who this is? Well, on that note, <sighs> I hope everyone's feeling nice and scared. <laughs> the fire is dying down. I think it's time for us to go. <laughs> Uh, this is another briefcase close. Nice. Good <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening, and we hope that you had some scares with us. And we will see you again soon with our final episode of the season, our season finale. Yes. It'll be very, very, very scary. Yeah. It'll be on Halloween itself. So. It is. 
Happy Halloween. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, have a great night. <laughs>